0: Welcome to the Dementia Connections podcast, where each week we share the latest research, expert advice, and stories about living well with dementia. I'm Carolyn Branley, the editor at Dementia Connections. This week we offer two best of articles from 2021 that focus on examples of how technology-based solutions can improve care for people living with dementia. In our first story, we revisit an article about how a team at the University of Saskatchewan is making dementia care more accessible in rural communities. In our second story, we revisit an article about how free, easy-to-use, science-based, focused lessons created by a geriatrician and a neuropsychiatrist from McMaster University are helping to reduce stigma and educate care partners of people living with dementia. As always, you'll find the full articles and the links to related resources at DementiaConnections.ca. Let's get right to the stories. Closing the Distance on Rural Dementia Care Written by Lindsay Borthwick For nearly two decades, the Rural Dementia Action Research team, known as RADAR, has been redesigning dementia care to make it more accessible for older adults living in rural communities. In the early 2000s, demand for dementia care outside urban centers was on the rise. RADAR was born to address this need and launched a dedicated rural and remote memory clinic in Saskatoon. It still exists today, with a focus on atypical and complex cases of suspected dementia. A person living outside the city is referred to the clinic by a primary care physician, and the clinic streamlines dementia assessment and diagnosis, transforming it into a one-day process. On the day of the visit, a CT scan is performed, along with assessments by a neurologist, a neuropsychology team, a physical therapist, and a dietitian. Interested family members are also engaged in the process. By the end of the day, the radar team provides a probable diagnosis and recommendations for management and care. Prior to that, it might take multiple visits and half a year for a person to get a diagnosis, plus the different healthcare professionals they saw didn't have a way to talk to each other. We designed the One Day Clinic to deal with those issues, said Deborah Morgan, who leads RADAR and is a professor and chair in rural health delivery at the Canadian Centre for Health and Safety in Agriculture at the University of Saskatchewan. Morgan and her colleagues quickly realized that a single specialty clinic could not help every remote adult in the need of a diagnosis, so Radar began working with primary health care teams in rural southeastern Saskatchewan to enhance their ability to diagnose and manage dementia. Together, they established the first rural memory clinic in the town of Kipling in 2014. There are now clinics in Benno, Weyburn, Carlisle, and the model is expanding. Clinics are held every month or two by a primary health care team in each community, eliminating the need to travel to the city. Primary care providers know their patients and their communities and can provide ongoing support, so that's essential, said Morgan. Radar also uses telehealth to deliver services and education to people living in far-flung areas. In the beginning, the province had just 13 telehealth sites. Today, it has several hundred. RADAR's vision for the role telehealth can play in rural dementia care has grown alongside the network. The team offers virtual cognitive rehabilitation and insomnia treatment and is piloting several other programs. For example, We're co-designing with First Nations Communities, a caregiver support group, to ensure we provide services that are culturally safe and appropriate for Indigenous people, says Dr. Megan O'Connell, a neuropsychologist who leads RADAR's telehealth initiatives. RADAR's impact via its clinic, both real and virtual, has also grown. Morgan says she hears that families feel very supported in the community. People are also seeking help who wouldn't have done so before and the stigma associated with dementia is lessening. To me, she said, that has been really important. To learn more about the Radar Program, to follow its website or Twitter feed, go to DementiaConnections.ca. Online Learning Empowers Care Partners, written by Danae Seaton. Receiving a dementia diagnosis is a life-changing and often traumatic experience. Not only can it take a long time to get an actual diagnosis, anywhere from 4 to 12 weeks according to the Alzheimer's Society of Canada, patients and their families are then also required to spend anywhere from 1 to 2 hours in the doctor's office confirming the diagnosis once they receive it. The process in the doctor's office usually consists of detailed testing of a person's vital signs, a physical examination, and interviews with a nurse and sometimes a pharmacist. All of this information must then be synthesized by a physician who is required in the same appointment to educate the patient's care partners on all things dementia and provide them with next steps, at least, says Dr. Richard Stromenko, a geriatrician and assistant professor at McMaster University. I just found that it wasn't a great moment to do that, and there's not enough time to do that, he adds. After consistently experiencing this issue, Stramco pondered a different way to provide vital information. What if care partners could access evidence and science-based information on clinical wisdom from the comfort of their own home whenever they wanted to? Stramco reached out to Dr. Anthony Levinson, a neuropsychiatrist and director in the Division of e-Learning Innovation at McMaster University, and in July 2018, the idea of iJerryCare was born. Richard and I met through a clinical network because we were both working at the same hospital and had connections discussing consults on patients, many of whom had cognitive impairment, says Levinson. So I think it made complete sense for us to collaborate on the iJerryCare project. The easy-to-use, free and nonprofit website provides users with simple lessons and helpful resources. The site's courses allow caregivers to learn about all aspects of dementia at their own pace and in their own homes. At each stage of dementia, there is new information for the patient and the care partner to learn. For example, when someone is first diagnosed, they'll need to understand the different types of dementia. Then, if the patient wants to start treatment, they'll probably want to know how dementia progresses and how it can be treated. After living with dementia for a while, care partners might want more information on keeping someone safe at home or how to deal with problematic behaviors. They may then seek information about long-term care facilities. The resources provided to answer these tough and important questions are often provided in website format all at once, making it daunting and difficult to know where to start. With the iJerryCare-focused lessons, care partners are provided with what Levinson and Tramico refer to as customized learning prescriptions. In other words, the lessons are only relevant to the specific problems that a care partner is dealing with at the specific moment. The 10- to 45-minute focus lessons delivered within a simple website design provide an excellent user experience. As long as users have a Wi-Fi connection, they have access to a series of learning lessons that can be accessed on a computer, phone, or tablet. It's pretty simple to use. You don't have to create a new account or log in. You just have to go to the website and watch the lesson, says Stramco. Users can also subscribe to receive weekly emails that reinforce the information in the multimedia lessons. In addition, iGerryCare provides monthly live events hosted on a specific topic. Prior to each event, users can email questions they'd like answered during the discussion. I think some people, if they're not that comfortable with technology, may be more comfortable with email, or they might like both. It's the same thing with the live event. You can watch it through the iJerryCare website, or you can watch it through Facebook, says Dromenko. iJerryCare stemmed from a loose idea between two doctors who saw a significant problem. Still, there was an issue. They needed funding. Dr. Alexander Papineau, director and clinical scientist at the JERAS Center for Aging Research, provided the physicians with the resources to apply for an initial grant. Stramenko received a $50,000 grant from the SPARC program, which is an initiative that provides funding to support innovative ideas that can help improve the brain or quality of life in older adults. iJerryCare also received $25,000 from the Hamilton Health Sciences Foundation and $10,000 from the RGP Central Programme. Each of these grants were necessary to get the initial product up and running, says Stromenko. So far, iJerryCare has also received $5,000 in public donations. Stromenko believes that because both he and Levinson were very familiar with the needs of care partners, the clinical testing for iJerryCare was almost seamless. The entire process took approximately one year to complete. Caregivers, who are the primary target audience for care were the key individuals involved in the pilot testing for the website and lessons. We would typically take about a month of testing for each lesson. For example, we would complete a draft of a lesson. Our subject matter experts would conduct their review, and then we would update the lesson for review by the caregiver, says Levinson. Following the caregiver reviews, further updates would be made, and then lessons would be published to the iJerryCare website. When we got to the testing, there were a few changes that they wanted us to make, but they weren't that significant, Stramanko says. I think we had a pretty good sense that we were going to be on track with lessons, says Levinson, but it was really affirming to know that we were absolutely on the right track, especially when hearing statements like, I wish I had something like this when my husband had first been diagnosed with dementia. Since the launch of iJerryCare, the website has helped over 154,000 users during more than 220,000 sessions across the website. Not only is iJerryCare helping care partners, it is also reducing health care costs. Providing information online through Igericare is entirely more cost-effective than paying a healthcare provider or a nurse for a full one-hour session, for example. According to Levinson, it is estimated that in the next 10 years, the number of people living with dementia will double. This means that there will also be more than double the number of care partners, especially if you count family, friends, and larger networks of people. So not only are resources like Care important to educate care partners, they are also key to decreasing stigma in a cost-effective way. To see the full article and to learn more about Care, please go to DementiaConnections.ca. Thank you for listening to the Dementia Connections podcast. We'd love to hear what you think of the stories we shared today. Let us know your thoughts on any of our social media channels. To help our stories reach more people, please rate and review this episode or share it with a friend. Sign up for our newsletter for priority access to new articles, inspiring stories, expert advice, and so much more to help you live well, despite dementia. Until next week, take good care.